Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi guys, I'm Latana Roche and welcome back to another episode of the Tana Talk Soccer Podcast. Today we are discussing the Champions League. Wow. Wow. Inala Exala. We missed the Champions League. Yes, we all did miss the Champions League. And it came back with a big, big bang. Spectacular. It delivered, didn't it? It delivered. We've waited without this thing for months. And now it's back. And boom, boom, boom. It actually did come back full force. But of course, I'm not here to describe and exaggerate and add sound effects. I'm here to analyze and talk to you. Once more, I am Lutana Orochi. And you are welcome. I'm going to start, of course... Where the main clash, Paris Saint-Germain coming to Camp Nou, taking on Barcelona, Mauricio Pochettino, arch-rival, managing Paris Saint-Germain now. Mbappe is there, Moise Kane is there, Icardi is there, Ferrati is there, Paredes is there, Herrera is there, Marquinhos is there, Kimpembe is there, Navas, Florenzi, Kozawa. Pretty okay. No Neymar, no Di Maria. As for as for Barcelona, of course, we know the long-term injuries of Coutinho, but there's Dembele, there's Griezmann, there's Messi, there's Busquets, there's Dest back in the lineup. Piqué as well came back in the lineup. Of course, there's Stegen, there's Longley, there's Alba. And to be honest, I must confess right now, I must confess, I expected Barcelona to win. I didn't make any public predictions, but like I'm going to be truthful about this. I expected Barcelona to win because, like, of course, like even apart from the Neymar and De Maria injuries, I actually feel that PSG played better without Neymar and De Maria today. I don't feel they could have played better than they played today, even if they had Neymar and De Maria. And this is not to discredit uh, Neymar or De Maria in any way. Of course, they are both brilliant world-class players. I do not need to actually explain how brilliant Neymar is or how brilliant De Maria is. But my point being that PSG played better. I, I feel like. As I said, they played better today than they would have ever played even if uh, De Maria and Neymar were on the pitch because I feel like with Neymar, like 
he slows the play down a lot because he's orchestrating things and he does this job quite well but i think today with the way PSG they did an, a very brilliant job first of all like of course they blew Barcelona out 4-1 that's a lot you score four goals in any game and that is a lot of goals to be scored in a match for i think like three is like three is the border of okay good but like uh not that much but once you score for it, it looks like okay yes and especially when you concede less than two goals so 4-1-4-0 four, four, this is a massive blow you know 4-1 four, massive blow but what PSG did today that was really solid was their was their work defensively you know you have Mbappe on one side and Moise Kin on the other side Moise Kin, a kid who was condemned by the English media someone they don't even know anything about of course the fans in Turin will pay money to get this kid back because they know he's a real talent he's a real real talent but moving on Moise Kin pushed out to the right Moroi cutting down the middle and Kylian Mbappe from the left. And what I loved about them was the way they did their shifts defensively. And it was just a pretty good team performance. Now I'm back to why I thought Barcelona win. I didn't see PSG playing this well as a team. Can I be very honest with you? Like in the past few years, the last time I saw PSG put in an attempt as a team, even though okay they didn't go so far or as far as people always demanded them, was under Laurent Blanc. And since Blanc's time, I've actually like... They've put in some good performances in the Champions League, okay. But I've always felt like these were individual performances, you know. Okay, today Neymar is so wow, Neymar, brr, he wins the game. Wow, Mbappe, brr, wow, Zlatan, wow, Cavani. Like, like I, I always watch them and yes, they play well. Like, again, the performance against Barcelona, I packed the prance when they won uh, 4-0 before bottling it uh, during Unai Emery's season. I think this was the 2016-17 season. Yeah, I think so. So yes, that was a very also another very 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 good team performance. I remember thinking who was the man of the match? Oh Adrian Rabio, oh no, Marco Verratti, oh no, Marquinhos. Oh like so many people were so fantastic that day, you know. And I feel today again this was this was also the case. So like of course my predictions came off the fact that I've, I've seen PSG for a long while and more often than not. They don't just look like a unit, you know. I'm not impressed with them as a unit. Yes, they can have flashy moments. They can be impressive. You understand? I'm not. I'm not disputing that. And, and maybe I'm not putting my point in the most accurate way. But the truth is, they just don't play like a team. Most of the time, you know, it always seems like a team of in, just like eleven players on the pitch and just yeah, you know, taking turns are trying to Neymar taking turns are trying to move the play. To trying to take turns and taking on players, things like that, you know. It seemed a bit patchy, but today was a very good team performance from back to front. The defensive work today, as I said, okay, the scoreline 4 1, and okay, this is a very good and clinical goal scoring performance. Four goals, wow, away from home, wow. But come on, you have to be honest. The defensive shift they put in today, in terms of every player tracking his man, working hard for the coach. It has only been a very, 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 very short while since Mauricio Pochettino has been here. It's been a very short while since Poch has been here. But I must tell you, I can see an impact already. And of course, tactically, it is not possible for him to have laid down his master plan already on this side. But what I can see are a group of players who believe in the brilliance of this manager, who believe in the manager that guided Tottenham Hotspur to the Champions League final, who believe in the manager who took Tottenham Hotspur from mediocrity maybe i might say let me not, not quite mediocrity but mid table or not mid table mid first top half of the table to a contender they believed in this man and they are working their socks off for him you know when players believe in the manager they're going to run for this manager they're going to play with everything everyone covering everyone 
and I must make some special shout outs. Of course, Kylian Mbappe is going to be the talk. And I'm going to come to him, of course. I'm going to come to Kylian Mbappe. He cannot be missed on such an episode. Come on. But I want to talk about the team first. Paredes, Herrera, Verratti, Marquinhos, Kimpembe, Florenzi. You know, like nothing flashy. And that's what I loved, you know. Everyone. And, and come on, Kylian Mbappe. This is the Kylian Mbappe I love to see. Now I'm going to come to Mbappe. When Mbappe first broke out at Monaco, there was something I loved about him. His directness. Not necessarily always his burst of space, a pace, sorry. But he, is, he always wants to move in a positive direction. And that's what I love most about football. And this is why I always love the way Eden Hazard dribbled a lot of the times back then. Because there's so many dribblers. But I loved what, how the way Eden Hazard dribbled because it was positive dribbling. And this is not like talking about Eden Hazard, about his strength as a dribbler or in compared to other um, dribblers. No, this is just like an opinion. Eden Hazard dribbles positively and that's something I like. Like, I love when... I don't love... Like, okay, yes, you can dribble, like, if you choose to, but let it be positive or at least to retain possession. But sometimes, like, it's neither or it's just dribbling. But like Kylian Mbappe, he was always so tough to deal with, you know. He was always so tough to deal with because he's so fast. And let's face facts, if you keep the ball close enough to you, change your pace well enough and you move... For someone of his pace and ability, it's going to be hard to play against. Like, like that's just the truth about it. Like, I always banked on Mbappe that, okay, even if he's not having his best of games, because of these raw attributes, you know, the turn of pace, the directness, it's like, okay, even if a defender manages to cope with Mbappe in quotes in a game, he's certainly going to walk the defenders. Like, it's not going to be an easy job. And this had to be the Mbappe package. I feel like over the past year and a half, he, he dropped a bit, you know, because, I don't know, like, he played down the middle a lot, especially when Lema uh, got injured uh, last two seasons and uh, he won the Golden Boots uh, in France for the first time. Like, he played down the middle and I think it simplified things a bit, maybe. And, like, a lot of things he used to do well, like, taking on players and stuff like that. Like, when I, when I saw him, like, it, it really reduced, you know, not in terms of, like, number, I mean in terms of accuracy, in terms of how he looked on the eye, how good he looked on the eye. But today, Mbappe back on the wing on the left side i'm not saying this is his best position no i'm just saying like maybe playing down the middle actually like because like to be honest Mbappe hasn't been on like his greatest form he hasn't been bad at all but he hasn't been on his greatest form and a lot of the games you watch him in the league in the past few months he hasn't looked pretty he hasn't looked pretty you know but today was just a master class like i'm going to come to the goals i will never say forget the goals no don't forget the goals i'm going to come to the goals but this even makes the performance more special he left everyone in his wake Kylian Mbappe left everyone in his wake. They couldn't keep up with him. And this brother got haters, you know. People always talking him down from... Right from time. Oh, Mbappe isn't this. Mbappe isn't this. He's still going strong. 22 years old. Hat-trick at camp now. Generational talent. No words, really. And this game meant a lot for him as a superstar. Because mind you, PSG already had, I, I believe PSG already had a couple of valid excuses. Because you have a Barcelona side with Neymar, with, uh, sorry, with Messi, I mean, with, with Griezmann, with Dembele, you know. Top side. And PSG are missing out Di Maria and Neymar. Two world-class players that mean the world to them. And Mbappe as well is a world-class player. I feel like this game just boosted his legacy. Because if it went otherwise for Mbappe, a lot of people would have spawned this agenda against him. Because, okay, he's young. 
we know this but he's not treated like a young player Mbappe is treated as one of the best footballers in the world like okay Mbappe this is his stage this game Mbappe is playing he's expected to perform it's not like oh I don't know how to put this Martial maybe or Rashford like Marcelo and Rashford are expected to perform no disrespect to them but I mean like there's just not half as much pressure on them you know like Rashford like you you tolerate you, we tolerate certain things but with Mbappe once Mbappe doesn't show up on a certain stage then people use this to their agendas oh Mbappe isn't this Mbappe isn't that Mbappe isn't this come on so I just feel like him putting in such a performance today people can't say anything they can't there's nothing to be said there's absolutely nothing to be said about Kylian Mbappe. He's done it. His numbers speak for himself. Check his numbers in the Champions League, even if you don't respect the league. Or because this apparently is a common issue amongst many football fans. But check his record in the Champions League. His the World Cup. These are the these are the biggest tournaments in the world. Check his check his record against the Liverpools, the Juventuses, the Barcelonas, the Manchester United. I don't know. Check check. I don't know. Just check the teams. And I love the fact that if Mbappe had done otherwise, people would have spawned the agenda against him. So it even makes it better that he shh, he told them shh. It makes it better, you know. So for him now, he proved on his own single-handedly, I, I, solely am one of the best. As I said, Paris Saint-Germain already had valid excuses. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it as like excuses. But like, you get what I'm saying, you know? Like, not for me though. I'm not talking about for me like an excuse I would have given PSG or something. I'm talking about like the general public, the perception they were without two very key attackers. Neymar, <laughs> that name alone, and of course Angel de Maria, just two very brilliant attackers. And like, okay, you're without them, but you also have Mbappe. Superstar. By any and every definition of the word, superstar. And like, if Mbappe did not perform today, people would have said this Mbappe is just, like, as I said, they would have used a lot of their narratives. And he came out, he left every single person in his wake, as I said. An absolute majestic performance. No one, they couldn't get a grip of him. He was gliding past players through thin air, like, like when you get cheese and you're placing it in the middle of your big fat bread so smooth so silky you can't get a break when when you take a bite uh you know how it just cheeses through you know mbappe through the defense i'm like oh my goodness i'm just making myself hungry stop this analogy stana the point is he was too slippery too slippery i won't forget this i won't forget this and i'm sure the world would forget this iconic stuff now, down to the second game, Liverpool went to Budapest Arena, Hungary to take on Ivory Leipzig. If you didn't know already, Liverpool weren't allowed to travel into Germany by the German government because of the coronavirus protocols and the flight restrictions from England into Germany. So the match wasn't allowed to be taken in Ge- taking place in Germany. So it was taking place in Hungary. And Liverpool won 2-0 quite comfortably very convincing performance and a deserved win now i must say i feel bad for rb Leipzig. rb Leipzig are beating in 15 home games this season winning 13 of those now their home ground is clearly very clearly their strength they draw a lot of motivation from it. it's just like what anfield was 
to Liverpool before, of course, the past few weeks. Like the home of RB Leipzig is very important to them, their form, their results, and everything they're doing this season, their home form. And the fact that they have to play, they had to play this game away from home. So, like, basically, RB Leipzig are playing two away, two away games, whereas Liverpool is playing one away and one home. So, I really feel bad for them. But moving, like, now I've talked about that factor, which of course I feel bad for them. Now, let me move on to the game and the way it actually was. I think this performance was very identical to the Leicester City performance, I mean the Liverpool performance versus Leicester City and also a lot of performances, you know, like it's not like the team has been bad but it's been these moments, these flashes, these moments of defensive lapses and stuff like that that have always given the team the moments to score and I feel like Liverpool, I, I, I really loved a lot of things I saw today not like what was very obvious but I, I, I noticed the way Liverpool were defending when when RB Leipzig are sort of in a dangerous situation, I love the way, like, if the fullbacks are a bit, even not really too high, you know, like things that midfielders would have ignored before. You had the likes of Thiago, Curtis, Mane, Salah, and Vinaldo covering those areas, just tracking them down, really pressing high intensity. And all through the 90 year old, Klopp was on the touchline, backing orders, like, just trying to keep them on their feet, you know. When he sees a player running, he shouts at his players, keeps them on their so the press could continue and just go on. You know, and make just make things generally more difficult. And altogether, Liverpool in the first half created some chances of their own and failed to take them. But in the second half, I must say horrendous, horrendous, horrendous defending by RB Leipzig. The two goals were both gifts, which Liverpool accepted very, very gratefully. You know, they accepted it with two hands and put them away. Thank you very much for your Valentine's present. Thanks for spreading the love. Love you guys, RB Leipzig. Salah, Mane, Pum Pum. They were both defensive errors. I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't, you can go onto YouTube and of course check the official highlights on uh, on the correct pages. So like uh, Opamakando <laughs> made a very bad name for himself, especially in the Mane one. The ball was his and he just he just made a mess out of it and Mane went clean through on goal and finished brilliantly. Uh, I must say it was it was a performance that can be better like we see better Liverpool sides in terms of creativity especially in that second half I must say like maybe if, if Leipzig were a bit more disciplined and a bit better maybe the game would have ended 0-0 because uh, Liverpool didn't really create much of their own but I feel like for most of the game they really kept RB Leipzig out because of that sheer intensity but I must also say RB Leipzig could have done better in certain situations Angelino had a good chance to volley uh, not really volleyball like kind of half volley but he's pretty good in this technique from inside, just inside the box, and he just hit it horribly wide. Uh, also, in the last few minutes of the game, so there was another chance. Jordan Henderson getting outpaced twice, once by Christopher Nkuku, which uh, Alisson bailed him out, made a good save, and the other one towards the dime minute failed to hit the target. So, like, I wouldn't say it was all perfect, but I think it was good enough, and it was a very deserved win. Now you have to think the game is, or the tie is over. Uh, like, the way it stands now, the two ties, the both ties, uh, Barcelona versus Paris Saint-Germain and Liverpool and RB Leipzig. I think they are both over. So now to conclude this episode and just to wrap up everything I've said, of course, I've talked about the brilliance of Mauricio Pochettino's PSG side. As I said, my predictions earlier, I expected Barcelona to win because this PSG side, they failed to impress me as a unit in terms of the team performance. Of course, in every team, and every team performance, there's always individuals who stand out. And of course, this is what we love to see. We love to see the superstars standing out as what Kylian Mbappé did today, as what Marco Verratti did today. And of course, Paredes 
what he did today when he played but the point is the way they played as a team as a unit it was very fantastic it was brilliant and i really loved it and for liverpool of course brilliant performance they worked super hard because when you're not informed when things are not going your way there's one thing you can affect there's one thing you can directly impact and that is your intensity and that is your effort and i feel like this liverpool side just putting that bit more of effort putting those extra yards the midfielders and club on the sideline to have to put in that effort because he knew like his team mentally are not right there yet they're not there they're not where they're meant to be of course they are very good side but they're not quite where they're meant to be at the moment so he knew like all through the night he had to be backing orders to them had to like basically controlling them with the playstation part you know and just making sure like they just see this one through because this result is going to do a lot for their confidence i feel like going away against leipzig a very good side and getting a result although it's not leipzig's home it's put like a neutral ground the final but whatever you go to a neutral ground, play a good side from uh, another league, defeat them quite comfortably. I think it's going to really impact their confidence going into the weekend. Once more, I am the Tana Oroche. Do have a lovely week. Goodbye. The Tana Talk Podcast, the one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 